welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about private practice season two, episodes 21 and 22. Episode 21, What You Do for Love, was written by Ayana A. Floyd and directed by Tom Berica. It aired on April 23rd, 2009. Episode 22, Yours, Mine, and Ours, was written by John Cowan and Robert Rovner and directed by Michael Zinberg. It aired on April 30th, 2009. Enjoy! so excited for this one when I think about private practice I think about this next episode that we're gonna watch together I'm so excited dear listeners this episode of Beach Houses and Babies is gonna be a little bit different than what we're used to so our first episode we're gonna talk about as normal and then for our second episode Melissa and I are gonna do a Netflix party and keep recording so you're just gonna hear our in time reactions oh yes in time commentary yes <laughs> yes yeah and like maybe every and not at the end of every scene but maybe like every five minutes that the episode is on mm-hmm. we will pause it and be like so melissa what do you think cool that sounds like a plan i know i'm so excited I'm um especially the way this this last episode right? ended. i was like i was like i'm really excited <laughs> I know. All right. So for our 2.21 patient rundown, what you do for love. Janine is pregnant, has diffuse myocardial dysfunction and cardiomyopathy. Philip has type 2 diabetes, insulin overdose, and brain death. Donna Keating has a urinary tract infection and chlamydia. And Bobby Douglas has severe allergic reaction. Stevens Johnson syndrome and chlamydia, and Ben King has asthma and allergies. Yes, quite a list. <laughs> it really diagnosis. is. It really is. Ooh. What is your first note? My first note is uh, oh, the dramatic replaying of Addison and Noah. Yes, his name's Noah. Lord have mercy. Gotcha. I wanted to make sure. I kept just saying the doctor. <laughs> Often uh, typed in the dog doctor. <laughs> I'm just going to call him trash. Great. Perfect. Because I definitely think I have, as I usually do, have that notated at some point regarding him. Because he's still trying it. They still have, like, too many, like, moment in the woods, as we refer to Right? (laughs) So many moments in the woods. Yeah. Just, like, a lot of little solo moments. But, yeah, that was my first note. I was like, oh, they had to remind us what went down. My first note is... (laughs) Cooper says, not like a vacuum cleaner Oh, when she's doing Lamaze, when she's breathing. I'm like, yes. that's right. That's right, Ruthie. I'm like, woof. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, Lord have mercy. What a good friend I he is. I was just I was like, how many best guy friends do you have that you know that would just like be there for you doing your breathing exercises for birth? <laughs> truly, truly. And how they went right from Noah and Addison into them. Yes, because I didn't know. I didn't know who I was about to see. They tricked us with that. I definitely thought yeah, it was right? like a moment in the woods with Noah and Addison, but that was, that was <laughs> cute. <laughs> cute transition. Truly, truly. <laughs> what William is offering Naomi at dinner is essentially what Jackson left to do. Oh my gosh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And what an opportunity. I was saying, I was like, wow. Because at first I wasn't sure how they were presenting this man. I was just like, is this supposed to be like, 
um, a potential, you know, romantic relationship happening here. But when I realized that it was a business offer, it's almost a little bit more interesting, especially considering like kind of like the state of the practice right now and the power dynamic between Naomi and Sam. So yeah, yeah. he really laid it yeah. out for her. They did set it up. Yeah, they set it up like a romantic dinner with that wine and the right. ambiance. Exactly. That's the vibe I was getting. Even kind of like his demeanor, but I guess that was just kind of like the I'm a businessman kind of approach and like, you know, how can you deny what I'm offering, you know? <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any more first notes before we get into our patients? Um, just me always being a hopeless romantic. I'm like, when will Cooper and Violet get together? And then literally as I've had that thought, like enters Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I want to say that I forget that they're in a relationship, but I just think like deep down, like I feel like, you know, Cooper and Violet's relationship is so strong, even though like the basis of it is a friendship, which is what I think is so wonderful that I mm-hmm. hope and pray and cross my fingers that as the series progresses, that something might develop but we'll see they're both in very interesting places in their own relationships but okay um, that was another first note and then my other last like first note that I think can be considered a first note was has Addison been dressing nicer since the dog doctor has been more involved in her life and I think you had made a note about this before too yeah her makeup last episode okay and these outfits have been very like very on point like she was giving us like a cute pencil skirt and like you know Addison usually does dress very well yeah I must say I like her style um but I've been noticing that it's been very like I'm showing up today since (laughs) Noah has come into the picture (laughs) I am here and you will notice yes yes exactly that (laughs) all right should we start with Janine yes so my first note is this brother is more than just a brother oh and I didn't remember I know, I didn't remember at the top what this turned into. Right. But I quickly remembered, but I wrote this before I remembered. Gotcha. I had I had an idea, and only because, you know, the camera work on the show is so excellent. When they cut to Dell, who, like, looked at them at a moment, I don't know what exactly the brother had said um, in reference to Janine, but even just, like, his protectiveness, you could tell that, like, this is deeper than just, like, a brother and sister-in-law relationship. Um, so that's, that's when I clocked in. I was like, Oh, nope. He loves her. (laughs) Loves her in some kind of way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your first note? Was that it? (sighs) I said his brother's wife, question mark. Um, and then I also was just like, not the mom and the baby when they said that, um, that they found, not my mic trying to fall, when they said that they found, um, fluid in her (laughs) lungs and then... And it's always, it's not, it's not funny, but it's always funny to me, just the way that they try to, as doctors should, try to play it so cool. It's like, she hears the fluid in her lungs, and then, and then she's just like, um, Del, can you call an ambulance? No need to panic. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't panic. We're just calling emergency services. Right. Like, you know, you're just, you just might die, you and your baby. And it's just like, it's horrible. But it's like, if this was any other circumstance other than like TV, it's like ridiculous. It's like, what do you mean? Don't freak out. But um, yeah, that was, those are my first notes for Miss Janine. When they get to the hospital and Noah's like, you have 48 hours until they die. I feel like that's quick. I feel like she was just like, yeah, I'm having trouble climbing the stairs. And then it's like exactly. straight to death. Exactly. It's crazy how like the 
what you feel are like the most like trivial of symptoms can actually be so like detrimental and it's like nope yeah we need to handle this right now I know I mean I guess with the American medical system you don't know how long she waited for an appointment you're right very true right she could have been like been meaning to get this taken care of so been on the books for a couple weeks yeah Mm -hmm. and just finally getting an appointment that's very true I wasn't sure how far along she was until they did finally mention that she was 20 weeks. So pretty early in her pregnancy. I don't know why I just made the assumption that like, oh, she's getting ready to have the baby. But because it was when they asked her to finally um, consider terminating it, um, I was just like, well, isn't she like just almost there? And then I realized, oh, it's, it's pretty early on in the pregnancy. So they felt that it was best for her health. But yeah, very sad situation. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan. Mm-mm. Not a fan of that. No. When Noah says, I hate heart transplants, maybe, like, don't be a heart surgeon. Why was that my first thought? I was like, <laughs> I literally had to, like, pause and be like, did he just say? I was like, oh, and this is supposed to be funny because why on earth would you choose this career path? I you, know. If you hate heart surgery. I know. It's one thing if he is, like, a cardiologist because then I guess you don't deal with heart transplants as much as you would, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Something else that heart sure. people deal yeah, with. Involves with hearts, yeah. Yeah, I feel like heart surgeons do heart transplants a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was at least think. on TV. Right, and then I was waiting yeah. for him to explain. I was like, maybe there's something about this specific situation as to why he doesn't want to do it. But I just thought that, that was like a very comical line for a heart surgeon to say and then at the end of that scene Addie says to Noah that she thinks he's one of the good ones someone check this woman's temperature because she is ill why she She is ill okay like and it's and it's it was even funnier to me because I felt like she's been giving him this energy of just like you know they had their little moment but this energy of moment in the woods (laughs) <laughs> but to, to me she's been appearing to him as if like you know like please keep your distance probably a way to like protect herself and because she knows herself like keep your distance because I don't know what might happen if we're alone but um you know for her to give him that compliment I'm like girl you are really just encouraging this Mm-mm. I'm shaking my head I know this is an audio medium but <laughs> let it be known <laughs> the face I'm giving right shaking now shaking her head Mm-mm. A lot of eye rolls. I know. Else. Truly, someone help her. She is yeah. ill. Someone check her temperature. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see her at all this episode. Yeah, I was waiting, but we saw Sheldon. I was thrilled. <laughs> I know. Ugh. When Janine says, what am I going to do without Philip? Well, obviously his brother's here for you, so you're not all alone. I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish we saw more of the positive side of Philip before he died, right? Because 
there must be some redeemable qualities to him that makes her love him, but we didn't see any of those. Yeah. Yeah, we barely know him. They're trying to make this story a parallel for the Morgan Noah Addison thing. And I don't know if it, I mean, some things work, I guess, but I feel like as a whole, it doesn't really track. I agree. It didn't really click until Noah made the comment at the end of the episode telling Addison that like, the reason why you're mad is because you kissed me back. And like, even that, I was like, it feels like a reach for what they're trying to do. Yeah. 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 I thought the same thing. Because when Addison was trying to, like, make it right and be like, no, you know, I need evidence. Da, 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 I, I saw what they were trying to do, but I didn't. To be honest, I, I wasn't really even thinking about their situation while we were going through Janine and Philip and the brother. Yeah, and, like, yeah. in this situation, does Noah die and then Addison and Morgan raise the baby together? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Because Morgan would be Janine. Right. Noah would be Philip and Addison would be, was his name Malcolm? Yeah, yeah. What was the brother's name? I don't know. Oh, I I've been know calling that. him the I brother. Don't. Started with an M. Okay. And he looked very familiar, actually. He did, yeah, right? I didn't look him look up. Me either. It was, it was kind of a reach for a parallel. I guess the only thing that, you know, the only, the only general theme is just that, like, wanting something that you can't have. And they, they commented on that as well. Yeah, but that, could also apply for the Donna Keating, Bob, Bobby Douglas thing. There's just not a third person involved wanting mm-hmm. something you can't have. You're right. You're right. And yeah. Pete and Lisa King wanting something you, well, I mean, he could have it, but. <laughs> exactly. Right. He's making the choice. And it's just like when you compare anything to like murder or, you know. The way you just said murder. <laughs> I hate that this is an audio medium because her eyebrows just went up. She goes murder <laughs> like the seriousness <laughs> of that like child abuse what we're dealing with here yeah <laughs> they they just seem like complete extremes to like you know not to compare any situation because we know that like you know wrong is wrong but to compare that to this fling that is happening which is you know essentially adultery that's happening with addison and noah I don't know. I guess when I think about it, I'm like, Addison isn't trying to kill Morgan, you know, to have Noah. You know, she's not going through those lengths. And like this brother, at least it's implied that like he's willing to like to do that. And and but that's the thing, too. Like, did we do we ever know? It was left very open ended, that conversation that he and Addison had. I don't know. We might see it again. We might not. I don't think we see it again. Oh, okay, Gotcha. I was going to say, let me. Yeah. But also my brain could just forget it. Girl, it's fine. Very juicy. This episode was juicy. Was oh my like, god, oh. just wait. You don't even know juicy. This is like this is like a like a tr- like a like like a green tomato. We're waiting for like a dark red tomato falling off the vine. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. When at the going back to the beginning, when Philip said, We're both type O, I wish I could give her my heart, 
it's a little too much foreshadowing for me. Like when he said that was when I remembered that that's what ends up happening. Yeah, that's very wow. It's too on the very nose. Obvious. I wish I could give her my heart. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, turns out you will. Turns out. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> Dump off. I hate when things are so pointed, and I feel like, and I don't know, as actors. Maybe that's. I wonder if it's as on the nose to people who aren't, yeah, involved in in acting in any way as it is to us. Because sometimes I'll watch shows and I'll be like, "Please give me a little bit of, <laughs> give me a little mystery. bit of mystery here, so that I can like you know be along for the ride and not be one step ahead all the way." And it's and it's so funny because like not until you said that did I remember that he even said that. So, yep, yeah. You mean people who didn't spend semesters of their life dissecting plays? Yes. Script analysis, breaking down beats, <laughs> those kind of casual things. Yep, yep, just like that, just like that. Well, do you have anything else for Miss Janine and R.I.P. Mr. Phillip? Oh, girl, you know me. My notes be so scattered because you know I'd be going in chronological order as opposed to like by character. Um, but towards the towards the end, um, when we start getting a little bit more suspicious of the brother, I you know. Had, had some notes. I said, murder, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. I said, do you think the brother did something? This episode is getting very law and order. <laughs> that was a comment. And honestly, that may have been like the last note that I had regarding their situation. So Yeah, when Charlotte came in and was like, we have to give him an autopsy, I thought maybe... At that point, it really came out of left field for me because I was like, who murdered him? And then I was like, was it a car crash? And I just missed that. And I was like, no, he's not bruised at all. Mm -hmm. And why did she become suspicious? Why did Charlotte become suspicious? I don't know. Maybe Charlotte watches a lot of Law and Order like the rest of us. (laughs) Right. In all of her free time from her two full-time jobs. Literally, like when when does she find time to sleep? (laughs) Well... (laughs) obviously make some time to sleep with cooper but (laughs) yeah yeah she'll find time for that (laughs) yeah let's move on to donna keating and bobby douglas i love how they presented her to me as a victim of sorts especially when we learn like okay so she has uh, a chlamydia and a UTI and I think that was a note that I said I said chlamydia and a UTI girl and um we discover that her husband has been cheating on her so I'm thinking oh this poor you woman. feel bad for her they really set that up yeah. to bat for us because I'm thinking oh my mm-hmm. gosh this is horrible and then fast forward to the scene when we're introduced to Bobby and did you watch, did you happen to watch that series um, on Hulu called A Teacher? Was it A Teacher or The Teacher? Based off no, of a No, that was, story. yeah, at the beginning of quarantine, right? Yes, yes. I, yeah, I was, I was like, I was unable to watch anything that I have, that, that I had not watched before at the beginning gotcha, of quarantine. Right. I was, yeah, so, numbers. but it, it is on my list. Yes. Yes, it's, it's very good. It moves slow, and I think it'll probably be better for you that you can, like, watch them all back to back because it's, it moves so slow that spreading them out is a little weird. But, um, but yeah. this was very, um, it reminded me of this in a lot of ways, this kind of situation, especially when the woman is in the position of power and is the older one in the relationship. And Sam even mentions it kind of that double standard that we have when it comes to abuse, yeah. child abuse, essentially. And um, when the woman is the one in power and how we view that as opposed to when it's a man, it's very interesting. 
Yeah, it was really wild to me that he was like, if it was someone doing this to Maya, I'd kill him. But this guy, it's fine. He's going to be 18 in a couple weeks. I was like, Sam, (laughs) I expected a little bit more from him in that moment. Yeah, so did I. Because he always comes out. Although we did did talk about how he always comes out on the right side of stuff, but it takes him a while. Yes. I feel like that has, we've discussed that about Sam in the past. And I think it's the nice guy in him wanting to, like, you know, give everyone a chance. Like, not wanting to blow things out of proportion too soon. Like, not wanting to deal with, like, you know, the drama of getting the authorities involved. I get that part of it. Um, Yeah. 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 I get it. But also, they're, um, what do they call those? When, like, you have to tell the the authorities. Um, Like, uh, teachers and social workers. Yes. um, It's on the tip of my tongue. I know exactly the word you're talking about. Someone will tell us. Yes. Uh, the word I'm Sorry, thinking dear is listeners. not the right word when you're complicit, but that's not that's not the word. It's like I'm obliga- no, it's obligated. Like, not obligated. Yeah, like obligated reporters. Yeah. Yeah. Mandated okay. reporter. A oh, mandated reporter. Okay. That's it. Gotcha. I'm sorry, podcast ghosts. Thank you for going on that journey. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause I'm> struggling. <laughs> Our friends at the On Call Room call people podcast ghosts who like when you say something and you're like, what is that? And the people listening to the podcast are screaming. They're like, it's this. Oh, that's funny. That's me often when listening to others. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm very sorry, dear listeners. You apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never watched Mad Men, did you? I feel like we've talked about no, this. No, I didn't. This actress plays a character named Anna on that show okay. who is, I mean, that whole show is known for its character development, okay. but her character development specifically is just like so wonderful. So this is Anna. Really? So her last name is Keating. Is it? How it is. It? I wonder if she's related to Sam and Annalise. Oh, could be Sam's cousin, who is actually playing Noah, the dog doctor, but. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. How funny. I love the, the Shonda land universe and how intertwined it is. I know. Although I had a very in-depth conversation with a friend about this. Mm-hmm. How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal are in the same universe because there was that crossover. Right. But we don't think it's in the same universe as the Grey's Anatomy Private Practice Station 19 because when Derek was going to work for the president, it wasn't Fitz. It was Obama because they say Obama. You're right. You're right. That's actually something very important to note because I didn't realize that. Hypothetically, yeah, they're in two separate worlds, universes. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Which does go to prove that if Derek was going to go work for Obama, that they live in the same world as we do. So we are not wrong in thinking that these characters are our real friends. (laughs) I love that justification very much. It makes me feel so much better about how emotionally invested I have become in (laughs) the series as a whole, as the universe is as a whole. Now that we've discussed it, they are separate. Thank you. I feel better. Yeah, we're not wrong in this. We're not wrong in this at all. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. There's that that TikTok that is like, I'm obsessed with this, and I'm okay with this. And it's an obsession that doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. And it's very (laughs) funny to me. (laughs) Literally. I love seeing people like, they're like, why? Like, how can you all watch 17 seasons of a show about people in a hospital? And now I'm one of those people who are just like, you don't understand. It's so much more. (laughs) happy to be on this side of things even if I have to defend it (laughs) I know I know I was so proud when so I saw Melissa last weekend last weekend in her show which was 
she was awesome. She's a star. We all know this. But her brother was there. And her brother was like, yeah, I'm watching Grey's too. I was like, heartbeat. (laughs) Got him hooked, y'all. Got him. Dr. Clark on season eight. Yep. He came home for maybe like Christmas break this past, this past year. And I was in the middle of my binging of it. And I, I got him hooked and, you know, he's in the middle of medical school, so he doesn't have a lot of time to just like be sitting around and binging. But me and my mother were like, Kenny, you're literally in medical school. You need to watch this show just so you can get a little taste of what surgery will be like. And yeah, it's a supplement to your education. Thank you. A little bit of extra credit. Okay. Yeah. He pushed it off until I was binging it and I got him hooked and I was still in the middle of it. So I was like, no, you need to go back to the beginning and start it over. Mm -hmm. And now he'll Snapchat me his commentary now when he'll be watching it, like when he's on his rounds and has some downtime and stuff and I'm like yes my influence (laughs) (laughs) big sister of the year yes yes (laughs) oh my god I love that I love that um back to Miss Donna yes Donna who girl I don't understand why she keeps coming back to the office in the hospital like she seemed so quote-unquote normal in the first scene and now she's just spiraling yeah it's really sad to watch First of all, girl, how are you going to give him your prescription? Like, you know, people think that, you know, medicine can be passed out like a piece of gum, but it's like it can have a different effect on him. Exactly. This was prescribed to you specifically. And then to not know that he has, you know, an allergy to the medicine. Oh, goodness. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. It's like (laughs) from the parent's perspective, it's like not only have you abused my child, you know, in, in their eyes. Um, in every in the world's eyes, but you know, and you know, yeah. they feel like they have a romantic relationship. Not only have you abused him, but now he's allergic, and now he just had an allergic reaction because you gave him pills. It's not looking good. Wild rash on his chest. Horrible. That was some great makeup art. I know they did that. Mm-mm-mm. Some special effects. Yeah, I don't know if either of us are going to know the answer to this, but. He, they keep saying he turns 18 in three weeks. He turns 18 in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Isn't it still a crime if he's still in high school and she's his teacher and he's 18? I feel like that's still a crime. I guess depending on the – there might be some, uh, like, jurisdictional rules with, like, the school district. I'm sure yeah. there have to be some that aren't related to, like, the law, but, you know – the fact of the matter is he is not 18 yet and it's like and it's yeah. happening now in the moment so that's where it doesn't look good for them it's like then y'all should have waited three weeks to start this relationship yeah but uh, and did we get a timeline of how long it had been going on not really no huh? she mentioned that it started after she found all those emails from her husband's gotcha. girls gotcha. we don't know when that was and i'm glad that they kind of continued it telling us that that was true because I don't know at some point yes maybe when she came to the hospital I I feared that she was lying about it and I was like did she, it was mm-hmm. just an excuse to cover up the fact that she's been sleeping with her student um but then when she explained a little bit more of the backstory and like you said told us when she started um this relationship and I was like okay well at least that part is true so it's like you know it makes you have a little bit more empathy and knowing that this is a coping mechanism not a great one but yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. go to therapy but not with Sheldon because apparently he can't handle someone with another love right. that was wild I have notes about that later that was very funny especially <laughs> since we never saw the woman it almost made it even funnier to me that we just kept yeah. seeing these like emotional and physical effects of this patient when this shirt 
I was like, what? How about that? I was like, I know that is not blood. I was like, hitting him with a roses? Hilarious. So oh my funny. god, do you have anything else for our um forbidden love? Here? Oh goodness. I hesitate to even say that. Uh right, exactly. It's so very bizarre. Um, I said, love him. Oh, this was the moment when Sam and Cooper had confronted her and they were basically telling mm-hmm. her, like, this has to stop. And I love how they thought that it was just gonna be like, that's it, wash our hands of it. Like, she'll listen to us. It'll be fine now. It was very funny to me, like, how they kind of put the button on the scene. And it was just, like, Sam and Cooper both nodding, like, okay, we're going to stop this? Cool. And it's like, it is not going to be that easy. <laughs> Especially if this is a relationship that has been developing for a while. And this woman just told mm-hmm. you that she loves this boy. They couldn't have thought that it would be that simple. But, yeah, that was the only little comedic note I had. Oh, what a wild time. Should we move on to Ben King, yes, who has asthma and allergies? I don't really have anything about Ben. I have everything about Lisa. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> poor Ben. Poor, poor child. We don't, we don't deal with Ben much. It is mostly about Lisa. I did appreciate the, the moment where they had um, Tay walk by and drop his little one-liner. Yes. I was like, oh, I like her. I was like, I see what you all did there. That was cute. Yeah, that's my first note, too. Yeah. I said, LOL, LOL, inside joke, haha. <laughs> yes, I said, not, what did I say? Like, not them having him make a comment. Not them writing in that line for Tay to say he likes his own wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. That's a positive in a relationship I know. you like your wife. Exactly. I like yeah. that. That was really funny. Cute, cute, cute. Yeah. When they are um in the sheets and Pete says that he might be the father, I feel like that's not the best time to do that. I agree. It's almost a little manipulative because, you know, you know that your partner is in a very vulnerable state right now. And so, you know, that can affect how they receive this news. I agree. (laughs) I guess it's better than if she were driving or something, but... True, true. I can't think of a much worse time than if she were driving or, you know, a surgeon in, in surgery, although she's not. I agree. There's better circumstances. Even dinner, you know. Yeah, a little coffee date. Fully clothed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when your guard isn't so, so, so down. <laughs> yeah. And and then in that beautiful, well, it's not a beautiful scene, but Idina Menzel looks beautiful. She does. Where he, he is dumping her and she's on her on her porch and that like looking gorgeous in a flannel yes yeah yeah i i um i put that one aside to make our instagram for next week because i was like it should just be idina although i'll probably have two as you see what is next for us when we watch this in just a few minutes i'm so excited for you to see it (laughs) yes i'm so pumped but yeah adina's hair i thought looked looked really great it always does she has like very thick voluminous hair but she looked really beautiful yeah. in this episode. And Audra keeps stunning me with her beauty every episode, too. Even in that dinner scene always. with her wine and her chiseled arms and just, like, I know. she's always giving. I noticed that, too. Yeah. I guess I was just confused why Pete was dumping her if he doesn't even know if he's the father yet. It felt very abrupt to me. I was just like, okay, so you just told her that you may potentially be the father. There's been so much time that he's been, not so much, but, you know, the past couple episodes he's been seeing her and this information has been the same, I just felt like he should have given it a little while or at least wait, even though we've been waiting for forever, but at least wait until Violet has revealed who the father is because you may be off the hook. You know what I mean? And now you've just ended a relationship 
I mean, I guess we should be commending him for being a good guy and being like, I want to put my baby and the mother of my baby first. But it's just like, it might not be your baby. I just, yeah, I just wonder if he would stay with her if it's Sheldon's. That's, oh, you wonder if he would stay with Lisa. That, or, stay or with if he would be with Violet either way. I feel like Pete has too much ego to stay with Violet if it were Sheldon's. I feel like that's something Sheldon would do if it was Pete's. Yes. And maybe, you know, I, you know, I'm judging Pete too harshly because I do feel like at his core, he's a really good guy. And like, you know, maybe if we had this big revelational moment where he's just like, Violet, I love you and I'm willing to put you first, then I could see him doing it. But based off of like the Pete that we've been given now, I don't know mm-hmm. if he would do that for her. Yeah. But Cooper would, as we've seen. Cooper would. Yes. Cooper has, whew, he has just been a bundle of surprises these past two seasons. But yeah, I was sad. I was sad to see him and Lisa break up. And it just was so, (laughs) so quick. He was just like, but I'm putting the baby and Violet first. And she was just like, that's not going to work for me. (laughs) It's just sad. And for her to be like, and you're not taking care of my child anymore. I was just like, oh, she's serious, serious. That's how I knew she was hurt when she was like, oh, she's not even going to let him take care of What's the name? Ben. Gosh. I love that line delivery she gave and she was like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Me I too. I love that she line delivery. That. I was like, I know that's right. No, you're not going to see my child and mm-hmm. you don't want to see me. No, we're going to another practice. <laughs> Truly. Anything else for our patients before we move on to miscellaneous? No, I think that is all. You know, all my notes be really miscellaneous. Truly at the end of the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love how specific you are. You're like, so-and-so said this. And like, if it like really jumped, I do have some quotes up in here. Like when um, uh, Philip's brother said that he hadn't even processed yet when Philip passed, like some quotes like that will stand out to me. But for the most part, it's like literally just like my reaction to the lines. And Sam is so good about being like, they said this, and this is how I felt about this. And I'd be like, hey, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da-da-da. dog dog trash you know i just throw out (laughs) adjectives guys so i apologize (laughs) but we know what you're referring to thank you i'm again just so glad we get to see sheldon in this episode i have missed him yeah but i was also confused why violet was giving him a therapy session is that what was happening or i don't know if he was just trying to talk to her and she was therapizing him that's what i thought i thought he was just like popping in to her office but you know she'd be trying to therapize everyone Except for herself. <laughs> Truly, except for herself. I, I'm thinking that maybe because the uh, client was putting the moves on him, he wanted to have it officially in writing somewhere that she was. Mm, oh, that's smart of him. That's, yeah. Gotcha. My first thought was that he was trying to, like, you know, kind of rub it in Violet's face a little bit, like letting her know, like, I'm wanted, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm desirable. Being... See? Right. Exactly. I can understand that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I didn't even think of it that way. Jumping to the end, I said, this isn't Sheldon letting a patient beat you up. Oy vey. I know. That's a little much. Okay, that's a little bit too much of a nice guy. I needed him to, <laughs> to not let her do that shirt like that. I yeah, was like, was he attacked a nice by shirt. a lion or what? <laughs> it was very <laughs> prominent. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I know. Um, I wish we got to see that scene. I wonder if it's on a cutting room floor somewhere. I wonder if they filmed some of it and then had to cut it for time. That I would have loved to have seen that. Just like, yeah. he, even if they didn't show her face, just like showed us Sheldon and her like basically mauling him with the flowers. 
I know. It isn't in the in the uh, trivia. Okay. But I wonder if any of our dear listeners who have seen the bonus parts, I guess, like with the deleted scenes, yeah. if you know about that, let us know. Please do. And I thought that proposal came out of left field. Very much. Also? I said, oh, Sheldon. But also I was not, I did not think that's where things were heading. No. Yeah. Especially because we haven't seen him. Yeah. For a while. And also, especially because I'm not so sure I want to spend the rest of my life with a woman who has not told me whether she's carrying my child or not. And then Pete's standing out there too. Okay. But Sheldon has a special, very special heart. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that he would make such a gesture because I honestly think that in his mind, he's like, I don't care if it's my baby or if it's not, I want to be with you, which is very sweet, but. Very Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. In the lobby, Dell is so rude to Naomi. Oh my God. I don't like it. And it doesn't mesh with him. Like we were saying last episode, it doesn't seem like it's something that he would do. Very out of character. To the point that I was like, is this still about his da- I mean, not not to trivialize it, but I was like, is this still yeah. about his daughter leaving? Like we're still we're still on that, which is, I mean, as someone would be in reality, like, you know, that's not something you get over very quickly. But I this is we've been seeing a different side of Dell. Even when it came up about Philip and the brother in that situation, mm-hmm. who was he talking to? Was it Addison? He was like, he was like, You didn't pick that up? I was like, Oh, yeah he's just been very snippy with everyone yeah he does need to take the afternoon off sure do a couple of them i really just feel like the dell that we have gotten to know before these past few episodes Mm -hmm. would definitely go after heather and betsy she can't just take betsy and go without telling him he would have been done that yeah i'm very surprised that like we didn't dedicate even half of an episode to him like road tripping getting yeah. there knocking on the door you finding I mean? someone injured on the way helping yeah. them come on exactly we could have we could have written could... the episode absolutely absolutely yeah i'm surprised i'm surprised i guess they for whatever reason thought the stronger choice would be to like see his, the the effect of that and how he takes that out on everyone in the office yeah i'm not i don't understand me either he says, what kind of man am I to sit here and watch? And then in all caps, I say, you can go after them. Like, literally nothing's stopping you. You're about to lose your job anyway. Th- that part. And they're telling you, everyone's telling you to take an afternoon off. I would take that afternoon, catch a flight, hop in the car, do whatever you need to do. My last miscellaneous mm-hmm. is, I, I literally just wrote this all out because I felt like it was my diary and I needed to type it out. Please. I, I am it. so sick of Sam getting to set this double standard of him getting to divorce Naomi and then sew his oats all over the place and tell her all about it and walk around with his girlfriends and having her plan his vacations. But when it's Nay, she doesn't get the same liberties at all, right? Sam made his bed. He has to lie in it. He still, they still work together. Yep. But yet he's going to keep going back to breaking Naomi's heart over and over and over again. Uh And I'm sick of it. Uh Uh-huh over it it was his choice that was one of my notes too exactly and that's what I kept coming back to because I I saw it from his perspective this is one of my miscellaneous notes that girl you're not gonna believe it this is why I need to start doing this in the computer but I accidentally backspaced all of the notes on my phone but we're at the end (laughs) anyway so it's totally fine perfect timing but to comment on that I was I understood Sam's perspective and I was like that's true Sam like Naomi has been kind of like dating within you all's friend circle so I can understand how that's hurtful but you've brought up the point before that 
the divorce was your choice, Sam. Like, you know, this is yeah. something that you yeah. initiated. So it's like, do whatever you need to do if you feel like you need to step back, have some distance, as he said, between you two, then do that. But I don't think that he should make Naomi feel bad for it because it's like, the truth of the matter is that he's been dating too. You know, he's been living his life and it's sad. And I can we can tell that it's hurtful to her that he claims, I don't think it's necessarily exactly what he wants, but he claims that it's what he needs to no longer be friends. But yeah, sad. Yeah. Again, Sam gets to the right place in the end, yes. but before then, he, he doesn't. Right, right. So before I set up our Netflix so we can yes. watch this, can we have a mini Melissa's Musings? What you think is going to happen in this episode that I feel it's imperative for us to watch together? Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, wow. Hmm. Go strong and wrong. Strong and wrong. Violet's finally going to tell us who the father is. Just my hope and prayer. And what else? What else is going to happen? Mm. I feel like Dell is going to have some kind of breaking point at some point. Is Dell going to leave us? Is Dell going to go after his child and fight for his child? I hope so. He he deserves that for himself. And it would like put some ease for everyone else in the office as well. Man, the residual effects of Sam and Naomi. What, what is that going to be now? It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to create tension in the office because they're no longer friends and people are going to feel like they have to pick a side. I'm guessing. I'm really just like pulling things out of thin air. <laughs> oh, I, I almost, these, this past episode was so, um, it was like such heavy material for the patients that I almost want some of that to like carry over. I almost like want to find out like, was did Malcolm actually kill his brother? And what is going to happen with, Donna and Bobby. I really want to like see if they tie those in a pretty bow um, just because it was a lot of hot tea this past episode. But I think that's all that I can think of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Melissa, take your earbuds out. Okay. And I'm going to read our patient breakdown. Okay. For the next episode. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go like this when you can put them back in. Okay, great, great. Okay, dear listeners, I'm literally so excited. She has no idea what's going to happen. So our patient breakdown is Violet Turner, pregnancy and broken nose, Kink Kent with a delusional disorder, Amelia Sawyer, pregnancy, Zoe Salter, pregnancy, and Morgan Gelman, pregnancy. All right, dear listeners, I'm so excited. Okay, you can put them back in. So I put the Netflix party in. They're calling it Teleparty now. So click on that. You've done a Teleparty before, right? I've done that. Actually, this might be my first one.